Let's do this. Welcome to Behind the Usher Station. Woo! I'm Alex. <laughs> I'm Jerome. And I'm Jonathan. We all used to work together as ushers at the IMAX Theater. And now we're doing a podcast. So if you like what we do here, uh, please like, subscribe, and share, and uh, send it to all your friends that you know on Facebook and Twitters and the YouTubes. And that kind of stuff. Yeah. The YouTube? Yeah, the YouTube. Grandpa? Yeah. All right. Good old YouTube. Back in my day. You, you Just like that. and subscribe. We're yes. <laughs> Follow us. Woo! It's going to be fun. So, welcome back to Behind the Usher Station. We're so excited. We actually have three mics now. Yay. Yeah, is oh that <laughs> what? <laughs> they didn't really know we didn't have three mics. Before. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, um, why do you feel the need to specify? <laughs> oh no, no, no! If they saw our photos, or if they were looking at our Instagram or our Facebook, you know, if you guys were following us on any social media, or if you heard the podcast and could tell that I sounded like I was in like another room. Well, that was <laughs> your own fault. You kept leaning away. Like me and Jerome got cooties or something. <laughs> That was uh that was you. Yeah, what's that about? How dare you? I shouted. Sorry, care to elaborate on your uh, on your. Maybe your I was feelings? looking out for you. Maybe I was sick last week, and you were not no. sick. He if was no was sick, dang I'm... sick. You... If anybody was sick, I was sick. Okay, this is our second episode. I feel attacked already. You but... should. Um. So last episode we ended with Miley Cyrus, uh, and that kind of reminded us of that fun little meme. That comes up once in a while of ruined childhood or mm-hmm. ruining my childhood. So we thought we'd uh, come up with each of our own kind of fun childhood ruiners and uh, present them to the rest of the group and uh, kind of react to them. So, yeah. <laughs> so if you want your childhood to be ruined, then this is the podcast for you. Uh, how about Alex? Alex, I know you you've been excited about this topic. So do you want to go first? Well, my childhood was ruined by my actual childhood, but I do have some. Well, I feel like a lot of the times, like, things that bother me or, like, ruin the childhood are the fan theories. Mm -hmm. Those get messed up. I'm not okay with those. There were a couple that I had read recently. One was from uh, Reddit, where they're like, oh, I figured out why Donkey and Shrek can talk. They're like, do you remember Pinocchio, where the kids got changed? From children to donkeys. That's why donkey can talk in Shrek. They're connecting the two. And I'm like, that's not right. That's not okay. So it made me look at Shrek in a whole different way. Like, are you telling me that's like the donkeys from Pinocchio? Those had little children. So a lot of times it's just the fan theories that. I want to know what the kid who got turned into donkey would have looked like. Eddie Murphy, no? Like, like Eddie Murphy as a kid? Well, I mean... Or like Eddie Murphy... Like I, I feel like Eddie Murphy almost like an adult, but a child-looking version. So not always the same. Probably like a massive overbite, more so. Okay. Donkey did have an overbite. He did. But that's also because he was a donkey. And- he also kind of looked like Eddie Murphy, though. What Donkey did? Yeah, they modeled like... like uh, It's kind of the same way how technically Rocket Raccoon's face in the Avengers is, and Guardians, too is modeled after Bradley Cooper. I don't see that at all. Me neither. I see it. You know what? I see Ryan Reynolds and Pikachu. But then I see them both soft and cuddly that I'd like to hug, so. 
That's a whole nother topic. See, I don't know what y'all are talking about. I don't see any of these characters <laughs> yeah. in any of these. Really? People. Pikachu definitely has the movements of Ryan Reynolds and like his gestures and his weirdness. And like they made that him wear that like suit with the ping pong balls for that. Then again, I didn't see Detective. Uh, you, you mean Pikachu. a mocap suit? Whatever. Yeah. Wait a minute. You saw Detective Pikachu. You were with us, weren't you? No. No. Literally, we had I, a, I had a there. friend made the same mistake. It was like, you saw it, right? I'm like, no, but you came with us. Nope, sure didn't. We were planning on watching it, remember? Oh, that's right. I went like literally last minute. <laughs> I was depressed and I was like, ah, I should just go get out of the house. You invited my, uh, my clone. I invited Jerome. <laughs> Racist joke. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing, like that, that's a childhood ruiner is when you find out like something about a character you didn't know from your childhood. Like, uh, did you know Winnie the Pooh is actually a girl? No. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, not. I always assumed that Winnie the Pooh, like most of those characters, though, from Winnie the Pooh, I always assume were like genderless, basically, because they never even refer, know? like, they never even refer to them as male or female. The only one they do is uh, Rue's mom. Because yeah, that's that's a mom. That's mom. Yeah. No, but yeah, Winnie Pooh's a girl. Like Chris in the original book, which I actually do own, um, it's like half broken. But it actually says Christopher Robin asked Winnie the Pooh, like, are you a boy or a girl? And Winnie the Pooh's like, doesn't really matter. But it goes, I'm a girl. So like, and then eventually just changed into Winnie the Pooh was suddenly a boy. And actually, I recently learned a volunteer told me uh, where I work that um, Pikachu was originally a girl, too. I did not know that. I always thought Pikachu was a boy. But Pikachu's a girl. You said originally a girl, so like... Well, the same way Winnie the Pooh was originally a girl. Uh, Now, they're both boys. Because, you know, people just do that. Because men are the worst. Love you guys. (laughs) Jerome has gone silent. (laughs) Jerome has left the chat. You guys know what you've done. But anyway... Um, I've done to stay so black like, and proud, like, okay? Don't, you know, don't, don't like, tell me what I've done. It's still the worst. Uh, so it's like fan theories and like what you learn about like characters. You're like, mm-hmm. you knew like the characters for who they were. And then all of a sudden you're like, what? They were they're the, they were not the same gender or they had the wrong hair. And it was like, wait, no, no, no. This is wrong. I the, No, they changed the character and everything is wrong now. Yeah. So that really bothers me. That like messes with me. What about what about you, Jonathan? You have a lot of research. I, I did do some research. I was doing yeah, research as we were prepping this, he, this podcast. He was actually doing research right before we were recording. Mm-hmm. So I like to I'm, come prepared. Yeah. It's going to be intense. <laughs> so um, I guess my first one is uh, kind of about the real life implications of our favorite childhood characters. So do you want to know if your childhood characters would be alive right now. For example. Damn, you're going dark. Right, are you going so deep? Like, what is that supposed to mean? Oh, my God. Cryptic. Um, so, Finding Nemo was released in 2003. Uh-huh. It contains a whole bunch of uh, under-the-sea life, right? How many of those characters are alive? right now no the sea turtle would be sea, yeah, turtle sea would turtles be. live a long that's time it. i think all the mouse would be dead right 
Let's focus mm. on let's right now. Let's focus on maybe not the sharks. I don't know pollution and hunting. Yeah, but they I mean, go after the sharks, they take the sharks food. This podcast well, is turning do, darker do, than we all intended, and I'm so sorry. I do have the definitive answers for two of the characters. Yes, what do you mean, so let him speak, Jerome. <laughs> He's got answers. So let's go. Let's go first with Marlin, who is the clownfish and father of uh, Nemo. So how do you say that like you're announcing for a court show? How how many (laughs) Marlon is the plaintiff? He's suing his son for five thousand dollars. He should have. That Brad didn't listen. He didn't. He touched the butt. (laughs) Nemo's the defendant. He claims his father is is a product is an unfit parent. But how long do clownfish actually live? Clownfish live six to ten years. So that means. Marlon died about 10 years ago as Finding Nemo was released in 2003. When did the sequel come out? The sequel came out in 2016. So either the sequel takes place directly after the first movie or the sequel is 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 inaccurate. Well, I think the or- sequel probably takes place. I mean, it's like, like there's nothing in there. Unless that they have like cell phones in the movie, I, which I don't remember. I don't think they do. Or the, or the sequel could be like, I don't know. I never saw the sequel. I mean, they, they like, cause they have aqua, uh, aquatic reserves and, and uh, stuff. Like for example, um, back home for me uh, in South Carolina, our aquarium acts as also a res- uh, place to recover sea turtles that don't make it to the ocean on the beach. So, I mean, those places existed back in 2003. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is possible that maybe like the next following year or maybe like three or four years later is when the sequel takes place, but they never give you a definitive they timeline. Yeah. So it could, you know, hypothetically it could be anything. Mm-hmm. Well, wouldn't by then, like if it was actually 10 years, Nemo would have grown up and like gotten. Yeah. Nemo's dead too. Wife. According to this. Oh yeah. God. Um, Everybody's dead. Uh, except, Everybody's except for dead. Dory. Dory is a regal blue tang. And those species live up to 30 years. Ah, respectable. Yeah, so Dory's still kicking it. Good for her. Yeah. Um, Although I, she probably's dead because she was, she like, had that memory issue. Yeah, she so she probably, it wasn't of old age. It, it was just, it was a, just, probably she wandered into a shark's <laughs> mouth. Which she almost did in, in Finding Nemo. Oh, yeah, true. that's true. She, um, she got into trouble there. Um, So I have just a couple more. Um, going with the under the sea theme, um, I have a few characters from SpongeBob. Uh, so SpongeBob premiered in 1999, and uh, Ooh, unfortunately, there's a fan theory about that, and I'll I'll let I'll let you do your research. We'll, we'll get into it. Yeah, <laughs> and I'll have my theories. Um, it premiered in 1999, and Squidward, who is actually not a squid, he's an octopus because of the number of, of tentacles he has. Um. He would have died right after the series premiered, about three to five years later. So Squidward's he's he's no longer on this uh planet. I'll tell you who's keeping him alive, SpongeBob. All that dang stress. That's true. That stress will keep you <laughs> I mean that's true. That's we'll probably gonna keep like his heart stops and then SpongeBob stresses him out and his heart starts again. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He can't die. <laughs> uh Patrick, on the other hand, he's still kicking it. They live about thirty five years. Starfish. Starfish live a long time. Mm-hmm. And then SpongeBob, he's never going to leave the face of this earth, earth because sea sponges live about 2,300 years. But how lo- long does a sea sponge live disconnected from the ground? 
Because these sponges are basically the plants of the sea. Ooh. SpongeBob isn't attached to the ground where he should be to absorb the like nutrients he should be absorbing. Oh, oh bringing out the question. That's a good question. We should ask the. Oh, I was gonna say we should ask the creator of SpongeBob, but he passed away like last a couple years ago. Oh my yeah. god, he's dead. Yeah. Yeah, Steven Hillenberg. Oh my god, there's a childhood ruiner. I'm sorry. Damn. Oh, I was not ready for that. R.I.P. You made our you made our our, our childhood, Stephen. Um, and last but not least, Arthur. We all loved Arthur, right? Oh, don't kill Arthur. We right? all know no, that Arthur. He's an ant eater. I'm sorry. No, he's an aardvark. Aardvark. Thank yes, you. Arthur is an aardvark. Wait, really quick. They had the rapper Mister uh, have the get married. Oh, that's right. To like the piano teacher or no, no, no. I don't know. I just I don't I, know. I, I'm, he got married. He had a gay wedding, and it was beautiful. I don't know, like that was so sweet. And it got like banned in like Texas, and it was so sweet. I heard no, about no Georgia. The... Yeah, Georgia got. Yeah, they had a banned episode of Arthur where they just didn't find out. <laughs> I love that. I love that there is a banned episode of Arthur. Like, how many people can like? How is that sentence even real? But I love to say it. It's like, There's dang. a banned episode of Arthur. Like, I never thought I would be able to say that in my lifetime. About, like, Arthur. <laughs> Arthur. Arthur of all, of, of all, I was going to say all people, but he's not a person. He's not a person. I mean, I thought the worst episode ever, or the episode that should have been, was, like, when DW was being, like, a total brat. You remember the episode, like, you know, the fist meme? That's the episode when he, like, hit DW after she, after she like, broke his, um his, like, model airplane. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's where that I comes from. that. Yeah. He gets, he gets all, he's like, ah. Yeah, I punched my sister so many times. I mean, oh. we're violent. <laughs> anyway, would you like to find out if Arthur is alive no, or dead? No, you can't kill him. Um, Unfortunately, he is slated to die this year because Arthur, which premiered in 1996, um, aardvarks have a lifespan of about 23 years. That means 2019. In We're gonna the say goodbye. Of an age of <laughs> Jonathan, why are you coming on to this podcast, Kelly I'm pretty sure these people did not sign up for that. I know. We are trying to build a brand here, <laughs> and you come on killing Arthur. I'm sorry, guys. Damn. I had to present the facts. Now you guys were wondering. Guys, were they? They were all like, um, "No, you didn't." No, yeah, this is supposed to be a podcast. Those about were the facts. Childhood. You didn't have to you say guys, any of that. You guys were you like, didn't "Oh no, our childhood! You killed our adulthood, damn!" <laughs> you just murder in every stage of life. Probably in twenty years. I'd say that's a job do well done. Senior years. No chamomile tea actually doesn't help with your nerves. What? <laughs> I'm sure it doesn't. It never calms me down. <laughs> Biscuit tea. Oh, I love that stuff. Mm, All right, Jerome, you're up. Did you have let's a childhood ruiner what for us? Damage you can do. Let's let's see if you can top me killing uh, all the lovable characters. <laughs> Mine are the two two most important ones for me. Now, uh, just from a movie standpoint, are uh, movies of based off of cartoons and or um, video games that are in real life. That for me is like a ruiner for me, only because that's not what you fell in love with when you uh when we watched the original cartoon or watched the original game like we fell in love with the characters in their natural habitat in their like worlds and and with their own creations and stuff like that their own lore and so to kind of betray that because you want to make more money i feel like is not is not 
cool with me at all. Um, the most recent example is definitely Sonic the Hedgehog. God, they made him so creepy. Well, not only that, it's like Sonic doesn't work in the real world. That's he just doesn't. He's mostly because a he doesn't look like the animal he's based off of. They fixed him though. They made him look a little bit better. They they remade it, or they let me rephrase that. They remade the hedgehog. Well, look, um, I don't mean like he doesn't look like the character. I mean, no, he didn't look like the character other than being blue and furry. Was creepy. Well, I know. I know I mean, people were talking about his legs. How his legs were a little legs, too. The legs were weird. His legs were long. He had human teeth. His art, like everything about him, was like proportioned like a human. You know what? It was proportioned like a, a Munchkin human, but like stretched out like taffy. Yeah, it had yeah. the nose like turn. Yeah, it would look like a, they took a Munchkin and they stretched it out like taffy. Or like a yeah no it was like Ooh, wrong that's quite and the then like painted it blue yeah no it was okay it wasn't okay but I mean like Sonic the Hedgehog just a normal character does not look like what an actual hedgehog looks like like at all um and so if that's like to bring him into the real world already doesn't make sense because he doesn't look like the animal he's based off of normally we're not gonna bring up that there's. Well, that's the whole, like, you're, they're not going to bring up that there's actually we're probably real hedgehogs in the world. But what I'm saying is that's that's already one of the biggest plot holes. And no, you got, that's before you've even made the movie. Why not just have it be animated? Why not just have it be in the set in the universe you put in, like, that made it a hit in the first place? Because I, there's some weird thing now people like about the crossing, which, you know... I remember loving when they did that with the cartoons and Roger Rabbit, but the CGI, I feel like, has kind of ruined that a lot. I think that's what's, like, a childhood ruiner, because, like, you really loved it with, like, Roger Rabbit and that one with the Brad Pitt and, uh, that own oh, um, cartoon. Uh, I know what you're talking about. Uh, cool something. Yeah. Um, if anybody listening, or, or, if anybody listening knows that name of the title, or the SpongeBob uh, Fish Out of Water movie, yeah. or the first SpongeBob too, the first yeah. SpongeBob, yeah, with David Hasselhoff, yeah, and those were good, yeah, those were those fun. really good. They're they fun. made it so because it was just like quick and easy and like. Giant. But I mean, that was only a small portion of the movie too. Most of that movie takes place in Bikini Bottom, yeah, as it should. Well, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like it was like fun. Now when they do it, it's kind of like you're being they're being weirder about it. Everything's too much CGI, and it's like. Not as good as it used to be. They're relying so much on the CGI to tell the story that they're kind of losing the actual story mm-hmm. in it. Like what they what they did with the Sonic the Hedgehog, which I would say even stuff like Transformers, for example, is like uh, is a perfect example where uh, the CG kind of just goes off the rails because it's like Transformers is a fairly simple design. Most of the characters are very blocky, you know, they're like Lego bricks, mm-hmm. and so. I remember seeing the first Transformers movie, and I was like, this is a lot of just moving parts. like And, so, and I know the idea is to make it realistic, but have the fun. And uh, what proved it is uh, Bumblebee. Because in that movie, they made the Transformers look like how they looked in the original cartoons. And everyone was like, finally, like we have the Transformers the way we want the Transformers to be. So I feel like it's just this whole idea of like, you have to make it, relatable by make it by putting it in the real world i don't think it it it's holds water especially or at least not anymore like maybe back during the early 2000s when like stuff like superhero movies and video game movies and stuff wasn't really po- uh, prominent 
So, and on top of that, it wasn't really selling in the market because people weren't doing him the, the, the amount of justice. Now when you have like, in a world where the Marvel Universe exists, that's basically the comics incarnate in movie form. You can do, get away with doing almost anything if you just put enough time and effort into making it look good. Saying we should blame Marvel for Sonic. No, I'm saying <laughs> that Marvel has set the standard, and if you don't meet that, that's your fault, not the fans for not liking your property because you didn't decide to actually like go the extra mile. That's why Marvel succeeds; they go the extra mile. I think you're going into a whole other topic than two. I'm just time. saying. It ruins my childhood to see that, man. I love Sonic. Sonic was my, Sonic was my jam. Yeah, you just went in tomorrow. Like, I get what you're saying. I was more so upset with Sonic because his face is weird. Um, and I just don't But I him. commend the makers of the film in that they heard the backlash and they were like, okay, let's immediately, you know, combat this. Yeah, let's- but did you see the articles they... They like helped. They probably helped release with where they're like, "Oh, the internet has too much power," and they were kind of making fun of the people who made the comments about like, "Oh, you know, producers pull back movie because people don't like Sonic's teeth," and like, no, it was a lot of issues with the character and the way he looked and stuff like that. But they were like focused, like, "Oh yeah, people didn't like the way he teeth, so we pulled back the character altogether." Mm. Like, no. No, that whole character had this like weird human looking thing and it wasn't, it looked so wrong and so uncomfortable. Yeah. I will say, um, adding that human feeling to like the animation thing creeps me out. That's a big childhood ruiner thing for me Uh when I'm like, oh my God, I'm so excited to see this like character and I'm like, great. And then they add like this weird like humanoidness to it and it's just like, Oh my God! Why are you doing this? This is not supposed to like feel more human. It's just it's an ad- inanimate object. Like Especially giving robots teeth. I don't know what it is with movies. They like to give robots teeth sometimes. I'm weirded out when they give robots curves. I get it. I, I oh, no no no. That yeah, robot is thick. Yeah. No. Okay. You have to admit that sometimes. Like fine. You want to give a robot boobs and stuff. Okay. You set your heterosexual standards on it okay but like why you gotta make it listen thick? i'm sure there's some you know if there's a sexy lady robot i'm sure there's some ladies out there that are like "Ooh, girl you're doing your thing you know <laughs> like i'm just saying you never know <laughs> for all those who can't see me <laughs> most women know what probably face i'm making but anyway but that's the whole thing it's like Seeing that where it's like, do you really though need to make her that thick? Like, that's creepy. It's all creepy. And it's yeah. just like, that's the worst. Like, why? But like, no, it's for me, a lot of times it's fan theories. Because some people go really far with them. Uh-huh. Like, it's like, oh my God, how did you get here with this fan theory? Yeah. And I was like watching that on YouTube, some of the fan theories. And it was like, oh, like. Like, there's the okay. Rugrats one, the like. Oh, yeah. Courage the Cowardly Dog yeah. one. Well, the Courage the Cowardly Dog one makes sense. Um, it's, it was a show back in the 90s on Cartoon Network where the Courage was adopted by two elderly people who lived, like, in this house in the middle of nowhere. And, you know, all these cr- crazy and strange and scary things kept happening. Yeah, Muriel and Eustace. Yeah. And the theory was that it was actually that Courage was a normal dog and they were just two elderly parents. And it was all through the eyes of a dog, which is just scary stuff. And the reason... Everything looked far away is because he couldn't go far 
because he had two elderly owners. Mm-hmm. But the Rugrats one, where all the babies are dead, and yeah. it's, it's Angelica's Angelica. imagination. Yeah, yeah. and because one is stillborn, one is like killed, and Chucky was killed in the car accident with his mom, and like all this stuff, and it's like, where, who, why, why did you think of this? Who didn't so love you dark. enough? To be fair, I've always been of the, um, I've always had the theory that um, the Scooby Doo mysteries are not actual mysteries, but they're rather just a bunch of kids getting hotboxed in the back of a broken down van. They call the mystery machine. I mean, and that they, is uh, possible. And that they, is possible. And they just imagine ha- they, they that's how they imagine the dog talking and everything like that. No, well, maybe they're probably like, you know, what would be cool. But then when they unmask the people at the end of the episode, like what? What's happening? Is it wearing off? Like, is yeah, they probably. Dre- They're like, oh my god, the monster's a human. Oh, the buzz. Is and falling. I bet the humans <laughs> are the people who work at the Burger King that the van is parked behind. Who are just like, hey, you guys gotta get out of here. No loitering. Let's go. Get your dog too. <laughs> it's Mister Nevercracker. Yes, we've been over this. Yes, it's me. I'm still the owner of this Burger King. You need to leave the premises. <laughs> um. Okay. That was a weird. Yeah, that was that, that was, was a whole that was a tangent. There. Yeah. There you go. Very, very good. <laughs> um, yep. Come see my Scooby Doo movie. I'm making the remake. I've been hired by Warner Brothers to handle all of all you know official news about it. So. Talk to him. Yeah, time to talk to me. Um, Alex, I think you had another one, didn't you? You had what another. Uh, I had another one. childhood ruiner. Oh, what was your other one? Oh, okay. oh the other one was. Oh, um, I did. I have one about SpongeBob. I just recalled. Oh, did but you? But you can go ahead. Because I was cutting into Jonathan's. And I interrupted yours because. Didn't you have another point? Um, Well, now I just lost my train of thought. You go ahead. <laughs> no, I'll that's, get how, ba- that's how you. Get back how, to me. That's how you get them. Get back to me. <laughs> um, No, the SpongeBob one, I read, a, or I saw a fan theory is because people have noticed SpongeBob is getting more childish. Mm-hmm. And um, oh yeah, yeah, he's got yeah. Have you heard that one? Mm-hmm. Um, it's because in the first SpongeBob movie, he actually gets he actually dies. Mm-hmm. So there is a scene. Spoiler ahead. Yeah, I already said. If you movie. haven't watched the SpongeBob it's, movie, you're yeah, about I mean, one. You're on. about like twelve years late. But well, there are some people who I've never seen the Matrix. Oh. So I'm like what twenty years late. Well, I didn't see that until like freshman year of high school. So in a class. But anyway, what class are you watching the Matrix? It was like our language school? arts class. Like what, I don't still, know why we that watched. That doesn't make sense though. What language arts class? We also that? watched the Titanic in that class too. Like at the end of the, I don't know. My yeah. mother and sister made me watch the Titanic six times. Maybe not. Um, well, anyway, back, back to, to SpongeBob. The theory, yes. Yeah. Um, the theory basically is that SpongeBob dies. Uh, he gets dried out with Patrick as well, and they cry, and the water allows from their tears allows an electrical shortage, so they are able to like remoisten, and it's like a rebirth, and so it's actually SpongeBob being reborn and having to renavigate, so he is again immature and like. It's a new SpongeBob. This is a completely new SpongeBob, and that's the whole theory. That's why he's so immature again. It's because it's a completely new SpongeBob, but he can't let anybody know that it's a new SpongeBob. Mm-hmm. Like he has to hide it, but he's still like almost learning everything new. That's why all of a sudden everything fascinates him again. Why it almost seems like everything's repeating itself again. And yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh well, he does technically die, 
And uh, so does Patrick. Out. I mean, that's why everyone. And he's what super was nerd. it? It was like their their tear that revitalized them or something. Yeah, like they were they 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 were both crying and then it like formed into like a heart or something. Yeah, and it like went down to the electrical outlet. Actually, it caused an electrical fire, which set off sprinklers. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, and that like <laughs> allowed them to re moisten. So. <laughs> But, you know, props for the writing team. That was, I would not have put that together. Because yeah, nobody ever thinks about electrical fires, you know. Those are very deadly and dangerous, and that's a great way to, to set out the sprinklers. To exterminate your enemies. Yeah. I was just saying for sprinklers, but sure. Sure. Uh, <laughs> I mean, technically, it revived all the fish in that shop, and they did uh, uh, attack the scuba diver. Which I think would be horrifying to get attacked by all the fish you hung up, and then all of a sudden they come back alive. And yeah, that just... that wouldn't. Then again, also I I wouldn't like, you know, do that to fish. I wouldn't. That's right, wall mounted no, bass. You just, you the just revolution starts now. You just eat them. That's. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um. Okay, Jerome, you had another childhood ruiner. Mm-hmm. Let's hear it. Um, this isn't so much for me, but for, uh, people before us, you know, older people stop doing the 21 jump street, uh, treatment to all the old shows like chips and, uh, just like, because like, like, uh, making the remaking of old shows was kind of like a thing for a while. You had, you you mean making old shows into movies? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. See, I never watched Twenty One Jump Street or. Chips. I liked it. I liked Twenty One. I, I did not. I mean, Jump I mean, Street. I mean, I never watched the original shows. I never watched. I watched Twenty One Jump Street and the sequel, um, but I never watched the original show. Right, so it was kind of like right, fresh right, right. in my mind. But it's just, it's just my thing of I'm like, because as I'm seeing it now for like the older generation, where they're like turning everything into like a raunchy, weird comedy, even stuff that doesn't necessarily uh, need it. It makes me think of. Um, like what'll be our remade shows when we're older? Like, can you imagine this a remake of Fresh Prince? That's like a terrible. Well, did you see that trailer to... that the guy yeah. made? Yeah, that oh, was really good. Speaking of like really the raunchiness, dark. like okay, so with Sabrina the Teenage Witch, the new one, or the Chilling Adventures? Yeah, uh-huh. I was like, okay, I was super excited because like it looked good, and I love Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Uh-huh. Um, this one I was like. There's so much unnecessary sex involved. And I'm like, I don't want to watch this. Do She's be, like 16. Never, I think. No, it is based off a comic. And yeah. I get that. But at the same time, it's like, I'm like, oh, it's, it's something different. But at the same time, I'm like, Serena's a teenage witch. Because that's what it's like marketed. But then I, I'm like, no. But I also, I won't lie. Another thing that's a childhood burner is going back and watching your old shows. Because uh-huh. I did watch Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I went back and watched the one from the 90s that I was obsessed with. And as an adult now, as an adult who who works with volunteers, and a lot of the volunteers I work with are college students, high school students, you know, ranging from like 14 to about 26, okay? And I talk to these kids. They're really great. Working with them. They get on my nerves, but I love them. <laughs> Watching Sabrina the Teenage Witch now, that girl annoys the hell out of me. She makes <laughs> jokes when she shouldn't. And most of the time I'm thinking, really? You're going to make a joke right now? Your powers are like in a state of like possibly being taken away. 
and you think right now is the time to make a joke. And even in the last episode, I'm like, you're about to like leave a man at the altar, but no, no, please make an inappropriate joke at this moment. <laughs> like I was like, so re- I was so I'm like, I don't know how those ants and just like yell at her all the time. Cause I would have been like, take this situation seriously. You're a witch. Like we have responsibilities. Like think, go clean your room. Stop worrying about some boy, clean your room, go and study. And how did she even have time to study? The magic and everything, like unrealistic. And she needed better discipline, honestly. So definitely going back and watching old shows, you realize how terrible everybody was. No, how terrible. Well, yeah, because I mean, if you, there's a video segment out about how um, from Cracked uh, After Hours, their After Hours segment, which is really great. Um, They talk, and it's a whole segment about how Friends is about a show about terrible people. <laughs> they are. And they are. They're terrible people. <laughs> if you knew any of those people in Friends in real life, you would hate every one of them. I would like Phoebe, but I think I only like Phoebe up until a certain point. And that's only because Phoebe is so oblivious that you just be like, she's she's adorably liked in that yeah. she's she's Which, but you still need really like- nice and you know that she but only she, makes you would still need like so, only a yeah. but adorable people like you love them but you do need like a break from them right you can only spend like half a day so i don't know how they all spend time with together see like, i only watched sabrina the teenage witch when it was on reruns on abc family like when i was about like like 11 or 12 so i don't have too much experience with sabrina i do know that she had the two aunts and she had the cat. And the cat. Yeah, you can't forget about him. And she went to high school. That's we like, <laughs> we like started talking about friends. You like jump back? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about. No, no. We moved on to how friends are terrible. Wow. Friends are terrible people. Oh. I'm... I didn't. I like I in my mind, I think the. And Jonathan just tapped out there for a <laughs> um, No, we were talking about how Friends, the characters in that show. The television show, yeah, the television show not on NBC Friends, yeah. called Friends. Yeah. Okay. You no, know, they weren't on NBC. I never watched Friends either, by the way. Oh. You're not missing anything. Yeah. yeah, not really. I mean, I don't mind Friends. Well, actually, but... no. The Simpsons. Um, well, I still, I've watched them. For those who don't know, by the way, The Simpsons has been on this whole time just with no sound. <laughs> so we, I The Simpsons going on. have an unnatural obsession with The Simpsons. I we love just, them. We're watching, like, uh, Marge is on stage right now, and um, there's a guy with a, a trombone. Um, Why? Anyway. We're narrating this. Okay, this this has anyway, gone off the rails. Well, like, I was re-watching the older, older episodes, like, first season to, like, the fourth season. And I'm like, oh, my God, I haven't watched these in forever. Um, and it was during finals and stuff. And I was actually amazed by, like, the character situations. Because, like, Homer's more, like, la- Homer's seen as, like, lazy and, like, I don't care about stuff. And Marge is, like, really strict and, like, do this and that. But in, like, the first season, Marge is like, ah, who cares? And Homer's the one that's angry and, like, we need to be a better family. We need to do this. And it's like, that was a major role reversal. So it was weird to see that. It was, like, a total, like, childhood ruiner. And also, really, like, in the beginning seasons, Homer is a huge homophobe. And I was like, what the hell is going on? Well, that was like, like that was like the spirit of most of the media was, back then, though, yeah, too. Is but that I it was okay to kind of... Yeah. To, to uh, bash 
uh, it was gay bash. Yeah, like, no, for, and for, I for lack never, of a better term. Yeah, and I never remembered that because the episodes I remember is Homer marrying gay people and then Homer like uh, living with the two gay like you know living with the two gay guys like a lot of other episodes, but like before that definitely he was like okay actually in another episode he's like oh yeah he's talking to march he's like you know i've had a lot of jobs mr plow mayor this that and he's like homophobe so he even yeah. mentioned oh, like, he's like one up. of my jobs was a homophobe and i'm like you just you're are we not you're not gonna address that marge marge just comes back to bed and with rollers in here i'm like oh okay you're just gonna land off that you just Okay, cool, cool, cool. What? It paid well. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, they're still doing it. I'd be sad if The Simpsons went away. I mean, they're still probably... They're kicking issues. it, and they predict the future. Now, there's there's a couple shows that um, definitely, if you watch it, um, I would say, you know what holds up really well? Uh, like, just to add some positivity in here, since we're talking about stuff we don't like about, like, shows and stuff like that. Um, Boy Meets World. Not Boy Meets World. Dang, dang it. What's the show... Something meets something. Um, ah, the show where all the black kids go to college. Different um, world? Yes, a different world. That's what I was thinking. You might want to edit should... that out because... <laughs> no, because give it in. Give you, it in. Please, you might lose all let, your let black them, card. Let them know. I knew about the show. Is. I just couldn't remember the title. I <laughs> remember a character. Like, you gave us nothing to work with. Uh, Lisa Bonet. Uh, yeah, Lisa Bonet. Denise Lisa is Bonet. on it. I know Denise. You, but she was only on, like, the first season. You literally could have said, like, the Huxtables. Sorry, I have popcorn. The Huxtables. The Huxtables. I shouldn't eat while I'm like, doing this. The Huxtables go to college. You could have said that. But, yeah, I remember Denise. I remember Flat Top Guy. <laughs> Whitney, I liked Whitney. Whitney was cool. People complained that she was always so shallow. I'm like, she just knows what she wants. And um, I forget her name on the show, but um, the woman who voices Susie Carmichael on the Rugrats, yeah, um, Cree Summer. Oh my god, yeah. I forgot yeah. about her completely. I wonder what she's doing. But a different worlds. I know she still does like. Voice she still over. does voice she, work. I think. Yeah. Okay. Every been, time I ask you guys, I wonder what they're doing. You guys always tell me something really devastating. I actually, <laughs> no, like, seriously. Well, you, oh, that's, that's you know what? Actually, you two are childhood ruiners. That's coming up in my in my. I have one more child. Stay tuned because I have one more childhood ruiner. You two are childhood and, ruiners, and and it's it, it's in that realm. But anyway, right. a different world. Yeah, um, a different world holds up real well. Okay. Oh, it so that's a, not a childhood. No, it's not childhood. I just wanted to add some positivity. Just to, I just wanted to, you know, put it out there. You know, get some get some niceness in here. The podcast episode is not called childhood positivity. It's called childhood ruiner. Well, listen, when if you it's have like, childhood positivity, I have to leave because I didn't get none of that. All right. Like you need so to I gotta go. You gotta have a little bit of dessert after you've had all your vegetables all this time. All right. Like, and this has been a lot of veggies, all right? It's been 30, okay. what, 39 minutes worth of them. Again. <laughs> Um, okay. I see a photo. They can clearly see. I don't need the dessert. (laughs) All right. But anyway. All right. Now to pass over all that positivity mess. We'll move on to my, uh, my, one of my, my other childhood ruiners. Um, this is from Business Insider. And you might've heard of this. You might not have, but I figured we could discuss. Um, (laughs) Uh, so it's about, we, we all love that purple dinosaur, Barney, right? Well, what about the man behind the costume? 
Let's see what he's doing nowadays. Uh, if this... he's not Steve from Blues Clues, I don't want to know. <laughs> Steve's my dude. This is Chill. from this is from Business Insider. Um, I think it was a year or two ago. Uh, Rebecca Sager at Vice reported that David Joyner is a tantra massage specialist and spiritual <laughs> healer who charges three hundred fifty dollars for a four hour session and only accepts female clients. He currently has thirty clients or goddesses, as he calls them. He prefers not to use condoms because they, quote, block the energy. Huh. Hmm. <laughs> All right. I see how it is. So I'm not going to lie, Barney. That's pretty gangster. <laughs> I, I'm not going to disrespect your hustle. And for clarification, this is the guy who was in the Barney suit, not the guy who did the voice. No, no, no. I mean, listen, the guy in the suit... Listen, they ain't going to hear him anyway. People don't even know who he is. Not really. <laughs> Listen, if you're watching this, Barney Man, whatever your name is, um, <laughs> you go ahead and, um, uh, you know, keep doing what you're doing. Uh, I just hope your family supports supports you. And um, I highly, highly doubt he <laughs> I don't know if he's going to be listening to this. Yeah, and I think, uh, anyway. <laughs> I still stand by my comment that you two are childhood ruiners. <laughs> and I like to uh, quickly point out a story that I have that you two have ruined my childhood or ruined at least my teenhood. So now I have uh, my adulthood, my childhood, and my teenhood. Uh, we had a podcast meeting before one of these, uh, our very first podcast meeting. And I was like, hey, whatever happened to H- Usher? And Jerome told me he got he got herpes, and that was the last we ever heard of him. First of all, it's and not no, 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 he no. got herpes. It's ha- he had her. He has herpes. Okay. Oh, he has herpes, and then he. <laughs> and just then I asked, I asked, is that a career ruiner? It's not like he like. I mean, you no, can you, still you, sing like. Still you don't understand, all right? Listen, all these, all them ladies out there that wanted to be with Usher, now they just think of themselves. First of all, you lied to us. You didn't tell us that before the fact. Secondly, <laughs> I'm still an Usher fan. I'm still. An you Usher still fan. like it, but it was the way. You, no, no, no. It's not about that fact. It was that, the way you presented it. You didn't. You didn't even like look up from the laptop. He got hurt. He has herpes, and then that was it. <laughs> and then I was like, okay. And then Jonathan was just like. Is that really a career ender, though? Like with everything that's been going on, like just having herpes. I would say, and I was like, "Are career. we like no, no, no?" But like we were also at a pizza joint and like public, and I'm just sitting there listening to these two guys talking about Usher, who I love to listen to in my teens, <laughs> and like I still listen to my boo with him and Alicia Keys, and now all I can think about every time I hear him is that man has herpes. How do you think I feel listening to Let It Burn? Think oh of knowing having that fact okay. in my brain. Okay. You, you have any idea? Exactly. No. Exactly, no, Jonathan. Got... That's exactly how it is. No. <laughs> you just be listening to that. Let it burn. Well, Let it burn. <laughs> I want everybody to have a clear idea of now who I'm working with. <laughs> and but by the way, the reason the Usher conversation started is because we were thinking of names to come up with for the podcast. And we did not want to like name the podcast like something that people would think. We were like Usher fans. Well, we are Usher fans, but like we didn't want people to think that that was the, what the podcast Listen, was about. I still be cranking yeah in the in the you know yeah. I got herpes. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm done. 
Um, no, that's the last two. Both of them. All right. Them. Okay. I think and, that's, yeah, that, no. that can wrap up the podcast. Um, and with the end talk of her piece. Yes. Hey, listen, um, Usher, if you listen to this, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's cool. At least you apologize. I was on the brink you. of getting Usher to sponsor or tweet about our podcast. And now you ruined it. Listen, I should know what the deal is, okay? Yeah, I'm sure he's going to love us. We um, have no lawsuits coming our way. Um, anyway, um, where can we follow all of you lovely people? Uh, you can follow me at, at not Jerome Rhett on Instagram because I'm not Jerome Rhett. And that's it. <laughs> uh, living my okayest life on Instagram and living okay on Twitter. Follow me at Jonathan Keys. You can also follow us at behind the usher no that's not our that's not our ad our at our ad, yeah our ad is behind the usher, usher station on instagram behind the usher station on instagram usher station pod on twitter mm-hmm. and uh you can find us at um behind the usher station on youtube oh find and us on, yes oh we have we're on itunes now we're on itunes we're moving up in the world we're on google play as well um and we're on youtube and you can email us um at behind the usher station at gmail.com and um, also, our next topic will probably be about reboots and remakes. And uh, let us know, comment uh, which reboots and remakes did you think should have been made or shouldn't have, which ones were just horrible, which ones were great. Or if you just want to make a comment, maybe we'll read it out loud. See what's going on. Check we'll, we'll shout check. you out. Yeah. So give us a comment on the Instagram, YouTube, anywhere. We'll take a look and... Maybe we'll read them. So, yeah. You know you want to be part of this fun crew yeah. and podcast. And we, I'll promise not to have Jerome read them, so he won't give you guys herpes. Like he and did on us. that note, <laughs> thank you. For, I'm so sorry, Jerome. Thank you for joining us. It was good. It was good. It was good. good. Yeah, okay. Just remember, folks, that way out there, let it burn. Anyway, that's me. That's my time. I'll be here next week. <laughs> All right, we'll see Uh, you guys next time. Yeah, have a good night, guys. Bye. Bye.